this is Stephanie Ortega, and you're listening to the Remix Movement Podcast. Hello, everybody. It's Stephanie. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Remix Movement Podcast. I can't believe it. We're already on episode 94. I'm really excited to know that we're almost going to hit 100. I don't know if we'll hit 100 this year, but maybe next year. I know next year we have lots to celebrate. I mean, we're coming up on our anniversary because we started this podcast on January 1st, 2020. So that means we got a big episode coming up, I think January 1st, 2021, or maybe like that weekend so that Lewis can be there. (laughs) But thank you so much for your support, for your love, for being there with us, for walking um, every step of the way with us, for following us on Instagram, Facebook. We do appreciate it. We love you guys so much. (laughs) So in our last episode, we talked about Fate's Partner. And that is actions, a.k.a. work. You got to put in the work for your faith to go ahead and produce something for God to work on your behalf. And um, just like we talked about how there were certain things that go really well together, like peanut butter and jelly and uh, ice cream and cake. And for all of our Hispanic people, chicken and adobo seasoning. (laughs) Um, Faith really needs to be partnered well with actions, with good works. And uh, if you take out the good works and the action from faith, you really don't have anything because you lack something that is required and that is needed for God's hand to go ahead and move. So we talked about how faith without works is dead. And we read uh, James chapter 2, verses 14 to 26. And we mentioned a couple of examples that were in the Bible of how faith and action need to work together for God to produce a miracle, for God to do what it is that he needs to do, for God to change things around, all right? If you missed that episode, please go check it out. That was episode 93. And uh, the episode challenge for that last episode <laughs> um, was the next time that you pray and choose to have faith over something, think about what action you need to do for your faith to move and God to produce The miracle. (laughs) All right. So going into today's topic, I want to continue what we've been talking about. You know, we have our campaign on our Instagram and Facebook stories. Hashtag. um, I don't know why I did an air quote, but hashtag um, hope for all. And in episode 87, we talked about hope for all. And in episode 92, we talked about joy for all. So continuing with that theme, with that idea, I want to talk about today, peace for all. Peace for all, okay? And to kind of crack the egg and open it up, I want to read what Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 says. Because Isaiah does a lot of prophesizing. And he actually gave a prophetic word as to how Jesus was going to be born and what we were going to call Jesus, and what he was supposed to be for us. And he gave us this prophetic word in this verse. So Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, it says, For to us a child is born, to us a child is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, 
everlasting father, prince of peace. Okay? And we know that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit all work together. Okay? So when we refer to God, we also refer to the uh, holiness of Jesus, the Son, and the holiness of the Holy Spirit. Okay? So when Isaiah talks about a child being born, when he talks about a son that's going to be given to this world, when he talks about the fact that the government is going to be on his shoulders, he's meaning that Jesus is going to be a game changer. Jesus is going to be a very important person that we're going to need. And Jesus is going to be our everlasting father. And he's going to be our prince of peace. Jesus is going to be our prince of peace. Okay, that's what he's called. And Jesus Christ is the only reason that we truly live peacefully with God. I mean, Jesus Christ is called the Prince of Peace because he restores broken relationships. He provides a well-balanced life here on earth and also giving us eternal life for after we pass away. All right. So Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And without peace, it would be impossible for life to go on. All right. Without peace, we would constantly be in chaos. We would constantly be in battles. We would constantly be in strife. We would constantly be in disagreements. We would constantly be in uh, no organization. We would constantly be after each other. We need that peace between one another so that we can be able to get along with others, so that we can be able to tolerate certain differences that we may have from one another. We need that peace when it comes to making really big life decisions and choices. We need that peace so that we can be able to move forward in this chaos that we're going through. Because right now, we're still in this pandemic. And the vaccine is here. There's been a few companies that have been giving vaccines, but we need to have the peace of Jesus in our life so that we can make sure if the vaccine is right for us, when we should be taking that vaccine, if we should be taking that vaccine, how long we can expect results from that vaccine. All these questions, all these things that we're thinking about, all these things that are robbing us of our peace. We need Jesus so that Jesus can give us that peace, so that Jesus can tell us, hey, this is the way to go. This is how you do it. We need Jesus as our peace. And Jesus is the peace for all. Okay. Now, if Jesus is the peace for all, then that means that we need Jesus to help us navigate through uh, what it is that we're doing and get clarity for all the different things that we do. Now, when I talk about clarity, I'm not talking about like, well, what am I going to have for breakfast? What am I going to make for dinner? Those kind of decisions are like fluff. You know, like you can make those decisions. You don't really have to think too hard about it um, unless you're trying to, you know, change your lifestyle, change your diet, go healthy. But I'm talking about like major decisions. Like we need the peace of Jesus to be able to live in our lives so that we can make decisions in our lives that will not only affect our life, but those that we love and care about around us. All right. So in First Timothy chapter two, verses five to six, it says, for there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all people. So again, this is basically saying that 
In order for us to understand what God is trying to tell us, the mediator is through his son, Jesus Christ. The only way to get to the father is through the son, Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ gave himself, okay, on the cross to die so that you can take yourself out of that sin so that you can look into eternal life so you can be more like God and after he passed away, he went ahead and rose again to show his power. So not only does Jesus have the mighty power of God to fulfill what it is that we need, but he also is the mediator and the peace that is required for us to go through our daily lives. Okay, and he is the peace for all, for everybody. Everybody is given the opportunity to understand who Jesus is and to accept his peace. Now, this is also confirmed again in Philippians chapter four, verse seven. And it says the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. What I want to focus here on is the peace of God which transcends all understanding. In other versions, it says, which goes beyond all understanding, all right? So there's a lot of times when I hear people say, don't make a hasty or quick decision when you're emotional. Instead, take the time to step back and look at the overall picture before you make a decision. Now, I believe the reason why they say this is because they want you to Take yourself out from the emotional state of everything that's going on and allow Jesus to give you the peace that you need to look at the full picture and make the right decision. Not to make a decision, but to make the right decision. Because what happens is when your mind is filled with chaos and your mind is filled with things that you're emotionally tied to or things that are affecting you and you feel like you just want to push forward and make a decision, you're not thinking rationally. But when you have the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, with the help of Jesus, you're able to take a step back and you're able to analyze all the different outcomes. And once Jesus gives you the peace, you can be able to make the decision that you have to do and you'll feel like you took the right decision, all right? Now, a lot of times, I go through this all the time. I'll make decisions in our family's lives, in me and Lewis's lives, in our marriage, and when I think about the future and I have to make a decision, I don't want to make decision without the peace of God because what happens is when you don't have the peace of God, when you don't have this peace, that Jesus Christ gives you. You tend to question, you tend to think of things, you make up scenarios, and you spend a lot of time circling that problem, circling that issue, circling that thing. You lose sleep, you get anxiety, it affects your body, it affects your mind, it affects your emotions, and when you don't have the peace of God, then that means that you should not step forward in that decision. Maybe you need some more time to be able to get to know what it is that you have to do. Now, I did this when I purchased my new car. I told Lewis, I said, listen, if this is not financially something that we can do at this time, I don't have to leave with a new car. I am perfectly fine with my car. Now, if this is a car that I really like and we can be able to afford, and this is something that I really want, 
then I believe that God is going to be able to push us through. And it worked out amazingly. I mean, we got there and it was funny because I serviced my old car the day before and fell in love with my new car in the showroom. And they only had two. They had one outside that they were doing the um, the tours and the drives and all these different things, the test drives. And then they had a brand new one inside the showroom with less miles on it, with a bunch of top trim level kinks in it, like all the upgrades, everything. And I looked at the lady when I went to go see her and I said, I want this car. And when we talked about the finances, like I did my research before getting there. I checked online. I checked the value of the car I had. I checked the features. I checked the safety precautions because we want to have our family soon. And when that time comes, I want to make sure that this car is ready for our kids. Right. And I promise you, after we signed the paperwork, even while we were still talking to the saleswoman, I felt peace. I felt peace of God. And I looked at my husband and Lewis looked at me and he was just like smiling. Not only did he like the car that I bought, but he was happy for me because he was like, you deserve this. It's taken me a very long time to be able to say I, I bought a brand new car. I've never done that before. This was the peace of God in my life. This was the peace of God in this decision. And not only that, but there are things in the future that we've been talking about. And, you know, we talk about resolutions and we talk about what it is our goals are. We usually try to leave that for like the week before New Year's. But we've been talking about it all this month in December. And we've been talking about it and talking about it. Usually I write them down and I set like a time schedule. But God has been really showing me that when you have the peace of God, sometimes you don't have to make sure that your timetable is being done the way you want it. Because God will give you the peace and will lay everything out. God will give you the peace to make your decision. And when he makes the decision, he will literally lay everything out. It'll all work out. I mean, you'll find it easier in your day if it's a career choice. You'll find it easier with your classes, right? If you if you feel like you have to make a decision with your, you know, furthering your education, once you select a field, you pay for it. All of a sudden, like you'll you'll get engaged in that topic. You'll fall in love with that career. You'll want to continue to build and the peace of God will sustain you. And some people won't understand you. Right. Some people will look at you and say, well, um, Stephanie, we're in a pandemic. Uh, there's a lot of people who lost their jobs, a lot of things that are going down. Um, there's a lot of changes. And you bought a new car. And it doesn't sound uh, right in their mind. And it doesn't sound like they understand it. But again, the Bible says that it's the peace of God that transcends all understanding. I would have not walked through that door if I didn't think that my God was going to sustain me and help me through. And the same thing goes for if you're trying to change your, your career or you're changing your education field or you're expanding your family or buying a new house. You see, when you have the peace of God, the peace of God will allow you to walk through those doors without you having to look back, without you having to question, without you having to think, well, what is my mom going to think? And what is my dad going to think? And what is my aunt going to think? What is my friend going to think? What are my coworkers going to think? What if I made the wrong decision? Those questions don't matter when you have the peace of God. 
Because when you have the peace of God, God is behind you. And every step you take, he's backing you up. And he sets things apart in the way it's supposed to be. And again, when you have those decisions and you have peace in your heart, it doesn't matter what other people are questioning. What matters is that you have your mind in alignment with what God's mind and goals are for you. Your understanding will not be the same as others because they might be thinking fleshly. They might be thinking worldly. They might be thinking on a smaller spectrum. But Jesus, when you have the peace of Jesus, when you have the Prince of Peace on your side, when you have the peace that's going to be the mediator between you and your decisions and what's going on in this world, Jesus is in the middle of it. And Jesus is going to go ahead and allow you to see things on a spiritual level. On a, on, a, on a level of mentality that surpasses all other understanding. And this is all thanks to the peace that Jesus gives us. So to go ahead and close, uh, this episode's challenge is going to be very easy. And it is the next time that you make an important decision that will affect you and those you care and love about. Wait for Jesus to give you peace before you make that decision. If you don't have the peace of God, if you keep circling about it, if you keep looking behind you, if you keep questioning it, that may be Jesus telling you, hey, I don't need that for you. I don't want that for you. Wait and see what happens. Let me work things the way I want it to work. Wait until I open that door. Pray so that Jesus can give you the peace that passes all understanding and will help you so that you can navigate your way through the rest of 2020 and into 2021. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. Again, this was episode 94, <laughs> Peace for All. Stay tuned for this weekend. This weekend, we're going to be talking, me and Lewis, about peace out. So peace out. Actually, it goes like that. Peace out. <laughs> All right. Have a good night. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Remix Movement for more updates. Send us a DM with your feedback, questions, and any topics that you would like to hear in any of our future episodes. Thank you and God bless.